We're right above you. Stand by. You hear nothing? You're braver than I thought. Nice. Come on. It's them. Blast them. Get back to the chair. You're going to Certainly has courage. What good will it do us if he gets himself killed? Come on. On. Luke. You all right? Fine. Together again, huh? Wouldn't miss it. How we doing? Same as always. That bad, huh? Where's Leia? I'm here. Welcome, everyone, from across the universe to the Wampa's Lair podcast. Star Wars is for everyone, so pull up a chair, get comfortable, and join the conversation with your hosts, Carl LeClaire and Jason Hunt, here in the Wampa's Lair. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Wampa's Lair podcast. I'm. Uh, this is episode number 439, Top 3 Big 3 Moments. I'm, as always, one of your hosts, Jason Hunt. And with me, the cocky smuggler to my naive farm boy, we've got Carl LeClaire. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll show you the ropes, Jason. It's going to be just fine. Just fine, indeed. But I just want to go to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. Well, who's going to buy those for you? You, kid? I'm not a bad pilot myself. We don't sit here and taste. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ease ease off there, little one. Ease off. (laughs) God. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Jason, it is time to start celebrating because October 2011 saw the first episode ever of the Wampus Lair podcast. So we are starting our 10-year celebration today by looking at our favorite big three moments. You know, Han, Luke, and Leia, of course, the the classic big three characters of the Star Wars saga. We're going to be talking about our favorite moments with those three characters in this episode to kick off 10 years of Wampus Lair. 10 freaking years this month. It'll be the end of this month, but we're celebrating all month because it's a big freaking anniversary. Like, I never thought we'd get here, Carl. Uh, I didn't. We've said it numerous times. Never thought we'd really stop. Never had an end date in sight. But, geez, 10 years is a long time to be doing a podcast. Um, Yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, it is. Never, just like you, never saw a particular end date, but didn't also foresee a decade (laughs) no um not at all so as we alluded to last week if you were with us with uh roberto who was by the way just a phenomenal guest i loved talking star wars with roberto it was such a such a treasure to have him with us and talk about that beautiful piece of his um but yeah like like we said last week we're going to be just doing some of our favorite types of topics for the month of october to celebrate the the decade long of Wampusler podcast, and we want you to help us celebrate. So starting today up until the end of the month, we are going to encourage and invite all of you who listen to the show to send in any sort of questions you want to ask us, uh, whether it's about podcasting, whether it's just a random question about Star Wars that you want to get our takes on. Uh, any and all questions are welcomed because on the last episode of the month, we will officially celebrate 10 years of Wampus Lair, um, talking about 
some really special moments in Star Wars to us, but we also want to tackle some of your questions. So send those to us. Um, any social media is fine, but we would encourage you to send them via email, which of course is wampuslayerpodcast at gmail.com. And the first person to send in a question for our 10-year anniversary will get a free copy of the High Republic manga comic by Justina Ireland, Edge of Balance. So first person to send us a question will get a, a copy of Edge of Balance. And if you already own a copy, let us know so that we can send it to the next person to send us a question. <laughs> yes, because we want to make sure that it goes to someone who doesn't have it. Exactly. Um, so. Exactly. Um, but Jason, before we dive into all of these beloved moments of Han, Luke and Leia, we, of course, mm-hmm. had a poll last or excuse me, a matchup last week um, in in uh, in the Mandalorian universe, where, of course, we have the Mandalorian himself taking on Fennec Shand, uh, the, you know, very in- incredible assassin hired by all sorts of cartels and syndicates and empire uh, taking on the Mandalorian himself. And Jason, it was a pretty one-sided bout. So what did it shake out to? Yeah, yeah, this one wasn't even close. Um, Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, ended up with 47 votes, while Fennec Shand had uh, only 13. So... Uh, the the Larian spoke very loudly on this one, and Carl, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this matchup. Who, who did you end up uh, choosing? Well, you know, so we have the advantage, Jason, of course, of being able to talk through ourselves, whereas everybody else just gets to click a button, <laughs> so it's right. not as quite as fair. It's it's really really close for me. It's really really close, um, and just to be contrarian. Um, not that it's going to make a difference. I'm going to go with Fennec. Um, and the reason I do is, is Din Djarin has been a bounty hunter for much of his life. Obviously well-trained combatant in the, in the ways of the Mandalorian arts. Um, but Fennec Shan is a like pristine assassin. And again, look at chronologically her first appearance appearance in Bad Batch taking on Cad Bane. Now, I am not a huge Cad Bane fan, unlike most Star Wars fans, but I will admit that Cad Bane is probably the most, uh, you know, badass bounty hunter in the Star Wars universe. I mean, I still think Embo's better, but that's more personal preference than particular fact. Um, but that said, <laughs> she beats Cad Bane in their fight. You know, I mean, it's a very close fight and she essentially outsmarts him and gets the best of him. And that's still early in her career. So I feel like later on in her career, she's going to be even more, uh, more skilled. And I think, again, like when you put a main character against a side character, it's always hard for a side character to win. I feel like in these types of matchups. But I think if you really think about their skill set, she's got the edge. And I think that's why, you know, Din has no interest in going after her except for the fact that, um, oh, my gosh, who's that useless character from that episode of Mandalorian? Toro Calican. Uh, oh, yeah, Toro Calican. I was like, I, the I, only was, reason he goes is because he was desperate for the money and he knows he can use Toro as bait because <laughs> he's a dummy. Yeah. And I think he yep. needed that edge because I don't think head to head he knows he can't take Fennec head to head. Um, and you know, I mean, yeah, like he gets the draw down on her because she's distracted, beating the crap out of Toro. Um, 
but I really do think her skill set is a bit above Mandalorian's. So I, I give her the slight win. I think it's close, but I do think she would get the best of him. What do you say? Oh, I'm I'm honestly going to side with you on this one, Carl. Um, I'm going to give it to Fennec by, again, a slim margin. Uh, especially now that Din has the the Beskar armor, uh, mm. that'll that'll help. But that being said, her expertise, while she is definitely a very skilled martial artist and um, good up close, her expertise is long range. She got the jump on, you know, uh, on Din on. Uh, oh gosh, what's the planet that? Uh, oh. Grogu was kidnapped on. Uh, oh, oh my when gosh. Boba Fett showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Tython. Tython, yeah. On Tython, uh, they she got the jump on him. He, she was just there and was already lined up to you know get Grogu if Mando didn't cooperate. And so I feel like that skill set, being able to strike before the opponent is. Uh, is even aware that you're there gives Fennec the upper hand. Now, if Mando closes the distance and is able to to avoid the long distance shots, um, he's got a much better chance. But she's still not out um, if they get that close. So uh, I, for that reason, I, I say Fennec has the slight edge here and I'd give it to her. Um but now they're working together, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> that gives us a final tally, though, of 47 for Din Djarin and uh, 15 for Fennec Shan. So still still not even close with our two votes, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. what can you do? Yeah, it, and again, you know, as soon as once they started piling up for for Din, I was like, well, this makes sense. He's the main character, and we all love him. You know, I mean, I didn't. I didn't not pick him because I don't love him. I just, you know, when I really think about the, the purpose of these matchups that we do is just who's got the better skill set. And I think she has the slight right. edge. Um, that's all. But yeah, that's all. <laughs> Our votes don't matter much when it's a blowout like this. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not really. <laughs> um, but we not, will have not, a. Not really. No. <laughs> it's embarrassing, but. It's embarrassing, but uh, my afraid might been banished. My forgotten. My opinion in this matchup doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Do you hear that? Yeah. That's the overwhelming sound of the Larians picking against you. Oh. <laughs> if they find us, they'll crush us, grind us into tiny pieces, and blast us into oblivion. Oh, boy. Um, all right. That's enough. <laughs> that's enough so, for now. Yes. And- uh, um, at the end of this episode, we will have a poll for you very, very on par with the episode itself. Um, so shall we get into it? Shall we get in, in into our favorite top three moments? And, you know, we're calling it top three, big three, because it's got a nice ring to it. But of course, we've got a couple honorable mentions. So why don't we start there? It's the there? Yeah, I mean we've you know. been we've been wanting to do this for years now. I mean your typical top five list is always a, a list of seven or eight. So of course the top three list is going to essentially be a top five. But you know what? We're Star Wars fans. Math isn't our thing. Um, right. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Jason, shall I begin, or do you want to start? 
Um, I'll go ahead and start. Yeah, go ahead. Kick us off. So my first honorable mention here that I'm going to um, mention here is the return to Yavin and the throne room uh, at the end of A New Hope. Uh, just the uh, the celebration of the big three there in the hangar plus the the medal ceremony, um, I think it's just that those two moments have the same tone to them, in my opinion. So I'm kind of putting them together as one moment uh, because it is just sort of a, a big relief and a celebration and a coming together of, hey, we 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 did this together. And and that's the amazing moment about it. So uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed the moment uh, and it's always fun watching Mark and Harrison and Carrie try not to crack up during the scene because they were just all over the place during filming of that scene. Um, <laughs> but it's it's fun to, to watch uh, how they edited around that. Uh, but it, it is still kind of has that that energy there but for the characters. It's just like, hey, <laughs> we shouldn't we have no reason being here, but we did this. So look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that is a good one. All right. Um, well, so my first one is going to come from Empire Strikes Back, and it's really the only scene where the three of them are together in the Empire Strikes Back. And it's, of course, in the Echo Base Med Bay after Luke has recovered from his back-to-tank bath. And, you know, I want to point out, first and foremost, I think it's really neat that this is the only scene of them together because... This was meant to be your traditional middle act movie where you see all of your heroes kind of split up. And what happens when they get split up? Well, everything kind of falls apart, right? And I think that that does a really powerful thing about the big three is whenever they're not together, things don't go the way they're the way that they could or the way that they should. Um indicative of why we're at why why we get to where we're at in the sequel trilogy, right? Is because something happened that splintered these relationships. And Empire Strikes Back is the first taste of that, of what happens when Han, Luke, and Leia are at odds and not together. Uh, things don't go so well. Uh, but the, the scene itself, it, it's got some great comedy, right, with Han and Leia kind of trading these jabs at one another. And I feel like it's it's a really great moment where it's this new family that's kind of figuring itself out, finding out how we all fit together. And there's a lot of veiled feelings, right? Um, Leia's really still being protective about how she really feels about Han, how she how she really feels even about Luke, um, and and you know that everybody has still got like a little bit of this front up where they're not fully being themselves mm-hmm. together, and it creates this tension that is comedic, right? Because it's like just be yourselves with each other. You know, you want to be together, but. You know, there's this there's this constant tension because of the fact that they're kind of just beating around the bush, if you will. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and the, the you know, <laughs> the silliness of Luke getting quite the kiss from Leia after the retconning that Return of the Jedi does. Um, but, you know, it's there as they kind of struggle to find their place among one another. um you know, there's there's the love triangle that exists between them. And yeah, it just it, it creates this really silly tension. Um, 
And, and, and I just, I really enjoy that because it's like, they know that they really want to be together, but how do we want to be together? They're not really sure. So, right. you know, Han, Han is very, I mean, Han is cocky in the, in so far as like, come on, princess, you know, you got feelings for me. You expressed your true feelings for me, right? Like he's being honest there. Like he really is trying to say like, you, I know you care about me, but she just won't let herself admit it. And then to really, right. really stick that at home. She goes and kisses Luke just to be like, see, I don't like you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny because. There's there's the deleted scene in Empire from before Han comes into the room with Chewie where Leia and Luke are talking and there is that romantic tension there where she's she's kind of torn like because she obviously has feelings for Han, but she also has feelings for Luke and Luke clearly has feelings for her. But that scene got cut. So as it stands, the romantic tension is really just between Han and Leia. Luke is just kind of a prop piece in a way to kind of stick it to Han. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Right. Um, right. But yeah. So that's my first I think one. worked better overall. Yeah. You know. So um, that's great. I love that scene. Um, but uh, my other honorable mention that I want to put out here is um, the the Pit of Carcoon battle mm, yeah, in yeah. Uh, Return of the Jedi. You know, we finally have the reunion of the big three, uh, you know, plus others um <laughs> you know we <laughs> they don't get named the others <laughs> plus, plus the plus others you know others. uh we land r2 and 3po you know uh the big three plus four um <laughs> so <laughs> uh but it it's just a fun scene it's one of my favorite scenes in all of star wars and all of return of the jedi in particular uh so i, I had to bring it up here because it's just great to see them all together you know fighting the you know the criminals and you know the bad guys and 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 rising above it and, and getting away uh against all odds so it's just a lot of fun to to see them do that again because we hadn't really seen them do that since a new hope mm-hmm. on the death star so um it was just a great a great scene to have the three of them doing all that together so that's why that's my honorable mention almost made my list uh, almost yeah. made my list but i had some other moments that I put up of it. I had a feeling you'd put that on your list. So I, I didn't put it on mine. And I, and I also was like, well, is this really the, is this the three of them together? Like they're not really together in the scene, but I, and I'm not trying to say you can't put it on there. Cause of course you can. I, I think it is a, it is a big three moment. The only reason I didn't put it on my list. Well, first and foremost, I knew you'd put it on yours. And secondly, <laughs> it was like, to me, it's not just Han, Luke and Leia. It is also Lando and 3PO and R2. Like this is the whole, right. the whole team coming together. So it's not just Han, Luke and Leia. Um, that's the only reason for me. I was like, well, I won't put it on. Cause I had some other moments that I also wanted to get in. Um, but yeah, I, I a hundred percent agree. When we have all these moments in our head and we're trying to uh, pare our list down there, you, you make reason, you know, you gotta make Judgments a sacrifice like that, here and like, there, you know. There we go. Cut it. Cut it. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I, otherwise I, it would be a top, you know, top three. So <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, but yeah, I, I completely agree that this is, it is kind of the the recapturing of that that energy that they had in A New Hope, where they just kind of get it all done. The difference is is there seems to be a little bit more of a plan this time, whereas A New Hope, it's really just flying with the seat of their pants. So <laughs> absolutely, um, absolutely. 
Luke's got a plan. Everyone's following it. Everyone may not be fully on board with it, but Luke's got a plan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Even if it makes literally no sense, but... <laughs> <laughs> but it works. But it works. And that's it all works. that matters. That's all that matters. Um, no, I love it. So my final honorable mention, we're going to stay in Return of the Jedi. And I just want to play this this very quick clip because I get a little chuckle from it every time. Should we try and go around? It'll take time. This whole party will be for nothing if they see us. Julie and I'll take care of this. You stay here. Quietly. There might be more of them out there. Hey, it's me. There's no way to give you the audio of just that look between Luke and Leia, though. It's so, so good. Um, it's, it is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love this moment because there's, there's kind of this built-in history in in here that the three of them have clearly worked together. This isn't their first mission working together. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not even just talking about in a new hope. Um, you know, obviously like the, the Marvel comics right now are covering a lot of these stories between, you know, a new hope and empire. Um, so we, it, it's expounded upon the fact that Han, Luke and Leia have been, had been working together for several years. Um, but even just in this movie clip, you know, right in this little scene, there's enough there, just the way they interact there, where Han's like, don't worry, it's me. And the way they just look at themselves like, he's going to muck this up again. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. we've been here before, Han's way too brash, but Luke and Leia are ready to kind of jump in and and uh, clean up the mess, if you will. And that's why this scene works so well for me about them, is they really do trust one another even if things don't go according to plan they're they just they know that they've got each other's backs and no matter how awry things may go they got this you know so uh hans hans presumptuous he's the one who's like don't worry i'll i'll lead the charge here me and chewy we got this and luke and Lair are just like sure you do we'll be we'll be down in a second to clean it up <laughs> so you know so it's it's again it's just that like that that silliness of them uh, we know that they have this history together and that they've probably accomplished a lot together, even though there's a lot of uh, brashness to some of their actions. Um, so, yeah, I, I just I love that little scene. That's a great scene. It's a very great scene. Uh, something I'll have more thoughts on later. Um, <laughs> nice. So uh, should we get into our actual top three now? I think that's, I mean, I, that's where we are. That's where we are now. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll do my number three then. Uh, this is from Return of the Jedi. Um, I've, I've titled this one, I'm With You Too. And this is right after the, uh, the briefing on Home One where the, the Death Star 2 attack plan briefing happens and they're, getting a command crew for the uh, Endor Strike Force uh, shuttle. And, you know, Hans already volunteered, unknown to anybody else, to lead the assault. Uh, and when he it, when that's revealed, everyone's like, uh, why didn't you tell us? We're coming with you. 
he gets up from Chewie, then Leia, and then Luke as he, you know, walks in from his uh, mission to say farewell to Yoda. And so it's just, it's really nice to see them all like, all right, no, we got, we got each other's back. Like, if somebody makes a decision, we're going to come and follow up and support it. So, um, you know, Han's trying not to make the decision for the group, but the group decides, no, it's a good idea. We're going to go with it. And, um, and we're going to help protect each other on this. And it's just a great little moment, um, to see them all together like that. And, uh, I, you know, it's not a big moment, but it's a little one. And I, I really do enjoy it. It's nice to see them, uh, backing each other up in this way. So mm, definitely. Yeah. I, and I'll reserve comment on that because I really like that scene as well. Um, excellent. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go back to a new hope. Uh, okay. Because so first off I've watched a new hope twice in the last week, which is the most I've watched a new hope in a row in a long time. Um, cause a new hope is just, it's just not one of my favorite star. It's not, it's not high up on my star Wars list. I mean, I love it, but it's not one of my higher ranked ones. But I'm really, for whatever reason, I've just been really enjoying that movie lately, which is great because I know a lot of folks, obviously, for many, many folks, this is their favorite or at least top tier Star Wars. Um, and I can mm-hmm. certainly see why. But I, I've been watching it because I knew we were going to be doing this episode. And, and this is really where the, those these relationships are obviously created and solidified and, and, and first seeded. Um, so my next moment is uh, aboard the Falcon after they've finally escaped the Death Star. They finally get a moment of respite, and we get to learn how they interact with one another, and I love this little scene. Not a bad bit of rescue, huh? You know, sometimes I amaze even myself. That doesn't sound too hard. They let us go. It's the only explanation for the ease of our escape. Easy? You call that easy? They're tracking us. Not this ship, sister. At least the information R2 is still intact. What's so important? What's he carrying? The technical readouts of that battle station. I only hope that when the data's analyzed, a weakness can be found. It's not over yet. It is for me, sister. Look, I ain't in this for your revolution, and I'm not in it for you, princess. I expect to be well paid. I'm in it for the money. You needn't worry about your reward. If money is all that you love, then that's what you'll receive. Your friend is quite a mercenary. I wonder if he really cares about anything. Or anybody. I care. <sighs> so, what do you think of Ron? Trying not to, kid. Good. Still, still out of spirit. I, what do you think? Do you think a princess and a guy like me? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love this scene so much. Oh, <laughs> uh, so good. It missed my list by like just that much. So I'm glad you brought it up. It's it's a really good one. And it's a moment it's it's one of my favorite moments in A New Hope. Um, again, you know, for any of you who've, who've been with Wampus Lair for any amount of time doing these sorts of lists, you probably know, wow, Carl picks really boring moments in Star Wars. But I just I love these character drama moments. Um, and this is such a good one, because, like I said, it's it is, you know, 
ever since they've all been together, they've just been on the run in a fight. This is that first moment of respite. And, you know, like, yes, they, they quickly get a feel for each other in the, in the shootout in the cell bay, right? Luke is the, you know, he's the hero for the scene and Leia is the, the annoyed one who's not really in need of rescuing Hans, you know, Hans the loudmouth. But this is the scene where you really get to understand who they are and how they might relate to each other, right? So for Leia, she's the champion of the cause. She's, you know, she's the, the faithful, uh, one who's going to struggle for f- for something bigger than herself. Luke is the very earnest hero, and Han is the scoundrel. And mm-hmm. these three unlikely characters still strangely have this strong bond. And you know, as Han lays out for Leia that he just doesn't really care about any of this, she calls him out on that. Right? Like, fine. I guess you don't really care about anything other than yourself. And you know, again, like this is the brilliance of Harrison Ford as an actor. Like he sells in that moment just by his facial expressions that that does kind of get to him. You know, he is he isn't just that. And I think Leia even kind of intuits that. And when, you know, Luke is quick, well, I care, <laughs> you know, like he's, this is his way to get in with the girl. Um, and, right. you know, and then and then Han and Luke have this conversation about her. And Han admits that he he does admire her spirit, her charisma. And like he does see something there that's that's worth looking at Um, beyond just the fact that she's, you know, like a lovely human being. He really sees that there's something to her. And Luke is quickly defensive because like, wait a minute, don't step on that. That's I I, want to pursue this, (laughs) you know, Um, and but he's the newbie. So it's just it's this really fun dynamic where you see the three of them, for whatever reason, even though they're very different people, especially at the start of this story, there's this there's this internal gravity that's just pulling them together, right? To use Star Wars language, it's probably the will of the force that's bringing them together. Um, but in this moment of, of, of calm, you get a sense that even though they're very different people, there's something that draws them to one another. You know, Han admires Leia as much as he doesn't really want to admit it. Leia understands that there's something special about Han. Like he is a gifted person. And to her if those gifts aren't shared for a bigger purpose, they're going to be wasted. Right. So she's already there to kind of be that one who's going to really pull Han out of his, out of his self isolation. And then Luke is just the earnest hero that just wants to do right by everybody. So he's going to be kind of the glue that brings them together. Um, So I just, I just love that little moment between them. Oh, it's a, it's a fantastic moment. It's obviously it's got some humor. uh, It's got, you know, Han, being a smart ass to Leia and Leia giving it right back. Um, and you know, but it's just a great, a great kind of establishing shot, if you will, on their relationship. Um, because it is, you know, while it is loving and it is, you know, full of, of heart and, uh, compassion and, you know, teamwork and love for each other. It's also a little cantankerous and uh, can get sharp at times. And, you know, and so this is sort of a, a great, like, establishing shot, if you will, for for who these three people become for the rest of their life together. Uh, and and it's a, just a wonderful little moment. And like I said, it missed my list barely. Um, it was in contention for a minute, but. Uh, I bumped it down. Um, so 
I'm really glad we got to talk about it because I freaking love it. I love it. And the <laughs> Luke's like knee jerk reaction when Han starts teasing him about <laughs> liking Leia. What do, I don't know. What do you think? A princess and a guy like me? No. Just, no. Okay. Like that couldn't have been more obvious if you tried, Luke. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. It's so very good. And, and it's great because they are three archetypes that are having to work together. Um, and, and it, the balance between the three is never heavier on one or the other. Um, one or the other doesn't like just lead the group. Mm, they yeah. all have an equal weight in this. And, and I think that's one reason why the three of them work well, so well together. So each has their specialty. Yeah. And the others come to rely on that. So. Yeah. But well, there you go. where are you taking us for our next one? Oh, we're going to empire strikes back. Nice. Um, and a moment you already had in your honorable mention. So, uh, why you stuck up half-witted scruffy looking nerf herder is one of my favorite scenes in all of Empire Strikes Back, uh, just in general. And so the fact that, you know, yes, it, it is the basically the only scene that we have all three of them together in a room um, in this movie, unless you count, you know, Luke uh, and Leia trying to rescue the slab of Han Solo on Bespin. Um but uh, even then, the two of them are separated most of the time. Um, but it's a great moment because this shows the three of them at their worst towards each other almost. Not not quite, but like this is this is what happens when they everyone gets under each other's skin. And you know, while while there's still a bit of of bite and fire and and that sort of stuff between them they still do care about each other at the end of it. So uh, it's just a, a great scene and a great moment. You, you already talked about some of the things I enjoy about it. Um, but the icing on the cake is always when Leia goes in to give Luke the kiss, which is only designed to make Han jealous. Um, there's, her and Luke there, Luke just in shock, Han standing there just like offended almost, mm-hmm. <laughs> and 3 PO rushing up to take a look and see what happens. Um, it's yeah. like that shot is the perfect part of this this scene, and I absolutely love it. Um, so I, uh, it's such a great scene, a great moment, fantastic dialogue. Uh, you know, I don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain. Why you stuck up half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. I mean, some of the best insults in all of Star Wars that we take with us today. So, um, it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love the quips, too, because they are they're Star Wars insults, right? They're they're not of this world. Um, and I'm, I'm, no. I'm only making this this quick comment to make a point. I'm not trying to 
you know, sh- crap on anything from the sequels. But the the your mama joke at the beginning of Last Jedi to me just never works because it's such a this world joke. Like, I know some people like mm-hmm. it. I mean, I know the first time I saw it, I chuckled. But a your mama joke in Star Wars just doesn't work for me. But like this stuff, it's right. It's the it's a joke because they're clearly making fun of each other, but they're using Star Wars language. Like, it's just really cool. Like, we know we know where the emotion comes from, but it's said in the language of Star Wars. Like, that's kind of the brilliance of this little scene. Um, right. Yeah. You, you don't need to understand the reference to get the point. Exactly. You don't you don't need to know what a nerf herder is. Right. <laughs> um it doesn't it doesn't like matter. Yeah. It's it's being said with derision. Like whatever it is, it ain't good. <laughs> so um Exactly. It's yeah. probably smelly and you know, backwards and I mean, I don't know. Nerf herders are probably the hillbillies of Alderan, so Right. Um, well you think of I mean to me when you hear just at least the word herder, it makes you think of a shepherd. Shepherds in traditional uh, you know, human culture and society were always the low low end of the socioeconomic status. So uh right. you know, and they smelled like the animals they took care of. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, no, I, I just I love it. And 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 again it's it's that tension that exists because they're just they're really just kind of a. When I say they, it's it's more Leia and Han, but just really afraid to admit how they're really feeling. So, exactly, and and Luke isn't going to step in the middle of that. You know, he gets pulled into the middle of it, but he's not going to try and like stir that pot deliberately. So he's just going to sit there and watch and try to, you know, not get too involved, uh, but. You know, we're left with him reeling from uh, a kiss and Han just like, you know, take care of yourself, you know. So- <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's cr- I mean, Luke is kind of the victor of the moment. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't need to. Like you said, he just he's kind of the he's nope. the, he's the silent bystander. He just gets to watch them fight it out and then you know he gets he gets a little reward um mm. and again like <laughs> it's it's so interesting because this this scene is also plays out really great in the radio drama again i mean i i love the star wars radio dramas um and in this scene in empire again you you get the extended scene that was deleted between luke and leia before han even shows up right and that original script line really did build up more of this love triangle, whereas the movie doesn't really go that route. And to me, the way the movie scene plays out, it's more like a mom and dad fighting and Luke just gets the kiss, but it's not, it's not really Leia kissing him because she wants to be with him per se. Again, it's just more of, I'm going to make Han jealous. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So he's just kind of the, the goofy kid, who who's who kind of just gets a little prize between mom and dad's fight. <laughs> so <laughs> right. Right. Um exactly. Yeah. You sided with me today. Right. Here's a cookie. Yep. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I realize how how weird this is probably to make that comparison because it is obviously a romantic kiss on the lips, but still I, I think the right. way it plays right. out on on the on the screen there. Um yeah, a little bit different. So just a bit. Cool. Uh, all right. What about you? What's your number two? 
Uh, I have a very similar one to what you've already mentioned, and it's, of course, their little reunion scene aboard Home One. That's one. Hmm? General, count me in. I'm with you, too. What is it? Ask me again sometime. Luke. Hi, hon. Chewie. Exciting is hardly the word I would choose. I like to keep that moment with 3PO in there because, right, this... Yes. 3PO, or R2 for that sense, is us, is the audience. Like, oh, yes, they're back together. Like, it's the three of them together going on an adventure, right? Um, And then the very Mm -hmm. next scene is, you know... Lando staying behind, you know, it, 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 it plays out similar to me. The, when Ray Finn and Poe leave for, uh, oh my gosh, Pasana, right. You know, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand why a lot of folks were really pissed that Rose isn't with them. And, and I think that that's a valid criticism, but I think just in that mindset, it was like, no, no, no. Like these are supposed to be the big three of this trilogy where they've got to go on on their own adventure. Right. Um, and uh, and that's kind of how this scene plays out. It's, it's about getting Han, Luke, and Leia back together. And obviously, yes, Chewie and the droids—they're they're certainly a part of this. But it's it's ideally it's mostly about Han, Luke, and Leia and them going on another adventure together. Um, right. And almost to, you know almost to contrast this to the scene we were just talking about from Empire, this is just this is a very open, honest, and vulnerable group now where they're just they're excited, you know. Han, Han, Luke, Leia, like they're all so happy that they're together again. And even Leia, like yeah. she senses something is on Luke's mind. Ask me again sometime, right? Like there's so much more I want to share with you, but just not right now, but we're going to talk about it. And there's just right. this, I love that the name of the ship is home one, right? I, I don't know who came up with that name. I don't know if it was George Lucas or somebody later on, doesn't matter, but I think it's just very fitting that it's called home one because our little family of three is coming back home together aboard this ship. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. you know, there's there's just such that this scene just drips of optimism. The way that they are, they're so, they're so confident that the mission they're about to embark on will go well, that it's going to succeed because they're together. And you get that sense right. even just from Han, like ready to go, and then Leia joins up. Oh, and then you know Chewie, well, obviously Chewie, Chewie's the first to pipe in. Then Leia joins. You're like, oh yeah, the team. And then Luke from a distance, you know, from the back, <laughs> you know, I'm with you too. Yeah. It's like yes, I'm now, with you too. Now they've got even yes. a Jedi Knight. You know, like it's like this team is stacked. <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah. the, it's the 2020 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As much as I hated that team, they were stacked. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, um, R2's excited about it. R2's excited about it, but like 3PO still has to go, huh, exciting is hardly the word I would choose. <laughs> We're going to our death, essentially, yeah. is his thing but you know uh, i but, love it it's but, so good but we're yeah we are r2 in that moment we're r2 like observing this and yeah. saying like yes everyone's back together again we're gonna go do something great and it's gonna be fun and we're gonna kick butt um but yes. I, I i also i'm i'm, I'm kind of gonna cheat here for a second jason but i i also like to pair this with that scene where they're approaching endor where they have to you know trick the okay. uh the executor um and i talked about this scene just if you know just a Jeepers, probably like a month or two ago when we did our, our you know, favorite tense scenes in Star Wars. Um, but the reason I want to mention this scene just briefly 
is I almost find it like a neat counterpart to this. The last scene I talked about from a new hope where they, you know, not a bad bit of rescuing that scene establishes in a new hope, what their roles are, right? Leia, the, the champion of the cause, Luke, the earnest hero, Han, the scoundrel, this scene kind of does that again, but it, their, their roles are a little bit different now. Who they are in relationship to one another has changed over those years together. You know, So in this moment, Leia is almost the one who kind of holds everything together. You know, they're getting ready to leave in shuttle Tiderium and, and Han's, Han's got this wariness of like, oh, I'm just so worried I'm not going to see my baby again. And Leia's like, come on, General, let's go. And, and right, like that's just the line, but the way she puts her hand on his, on his shoulder and squeezes and, and Luke's behind him and like, I'm all set too. Like you just know that they've got his back. They're, they're together. You know, so she's kind of the one yeah. who, she's she's almost the mother like figure in a way she's holding this family together, which in a weird way was more of Luke's role earlier on where now Luke is kind of this wary hero like he has really started to step into his identity as a Jedi Knight. But there's a wariness to that because he brings a sense of danger with him because of because of that connection to Vader. So he's more of a wary mm-hmm. hero than an earnest hero. And Han right. is almost he's the I would say he's probably the most changed in these relationships because he's this committed optimist. Now he's committed to this cause because of the people he loves. And he's an optimist, <laughs> which was never the Han Solo we knew in A New Hope. So I, I almost like this moment compared to that moment in A New Hope, because it kind of just shows the way that they have all changed because of their relationships with one another. Um, and because they're so at home with each other, they can really just express who they are now in such an authentic way. And, and, and right. And that's, that's what friendship is all about is, is, is being able to always express who you are in any given moment and being accepted for who you are in any given moment. Um, so yeah, I just, I love that moment yeah. there so much. No, that's a great point to, to compare, uh, you know, that brief bit of, mo- you know, that brief bit of time there on the, the shuttle Titerium to the scene from a new hope, because I, I hadn't thought about that before. Um, but you're right. It is, it's a very much, you know, the kind of calm before the storm, take a breather, let the characters be themselves for a moment before we jump into the next challenge. Uh, and so it's very much the same kind of situation, but the reactions and the, uh, the roles of each of these characters is definitely different. Um, so that's a, that's a good, that's a good catch there, Carl. And I'm going to have to kind of hey, give you. that a little more thought. So, but, um, we're at number one, aren't we? We are at number one. Um, well, Jason, my number one, real yes. quick, before you do your number one, before yes. I do my number one, I do want to just really quickly, if you don't mind, because I, I think it's okay. worth noting. I think there's, there is definitely a wampa in the room. If we don't at least address this, okay. and I think something a lot of Star Wars fans were extremely disappointed with the sequels is that we never saw these three together, right? Um, there, there was a lot of disappointment that we never got to see Han, Luke, and Leia together on screen again, right? In mm-hmm. 2014, when they officially announced that Carrie, Mark, and, and 
Harrison were all coming back. We were all like, yes, we're going to get to see Han, Luke and Leia on the movie screen together again. This is going to be so epic. And it just didn't happen. And a lot of people were really disappointed about that. And I think that that's a very valid disappointment. Um, yeah. So I just want to shout out one little moment in the sequel trilogy where I do, in a sense, feel the spirit of the big three. And it's the moment in Last Jedi when Luke gives Leia Hans dice and says, no one's ever really gone because I think Luke is Luke is giving a somewhat universal message, but he's yes, he's in that moment. He's talking about Ben specifically, but I think he's also referencing Han, right? That the, yeah, well, the giving Leia his dice. Yeah. He's, you know, that's a good catch. Yep. And, so. and, and the reason I, I kind of feel that way is really because of John Williams and what he does with the music in that scene, right? You, you have the Luke and Leia theme that was introduced in Return of the Jedi playing right up until he gives Leia the dice and says no one's ever really gone. And as he says no one's ever really gone, it's the Han and Leia theme from Empire that's playing. It's their love theme. And in that moment, and again, this is... It, it, Obviously, it's a bit of a stretch. They're not physically on screen together, but the spirit of who they are and of what they cultivated over all those years is present. And it's that spirit of love that they share with one another. And even though things kind of fell apart, and that's the reason we have a sequel trilogy is because Han, Luke and Leia's relationships are disrupted by Ben's fall. The fact that they are not together is the reason things don't go so well, just like in Empire Strikes Back. And in right. this moment, Luke is there to remind Leia and in spirit, Han, that the the spirit of who they are and the love that they shared and what they fought for, even something that Han says in Rise of Skywalker when he's talking to Ben, you know, you know, she's gone, but what she fought for, what she believed in, that still that still lives on. I feel like this one mm-hmm. little moment in a in a very sort of ingenious intimate way is a big three moment and and i'm sure there's a lot of you right now who are probably yelling like that's not at all what it is that's fine i'm not saying you have to agree with me but i think if we look at the entirety of the sequel trilogy and contend with the fact that there is that that level of disappointment i think this is a really beautiful moment where in an interesting way they kind of are all together that um in in that intimacy that existed all of those years that there's something that still exists between the three of them that can help bring Ben home. Yeah. And, and it's an unspoken thing because what Luke does is, you know, he says the words about Ben, but he hands Leia the dice and then there's a look shared and, and everything about those three characters is shared in that look. Um, you know, they both feel the loss of Han, but based on the line that he just said about Ben, they both still feel him there, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a, it's definitely a, a great little moment. And of course that is carried into the rise of Skywalker because Leia is the one who's able to let Ben connect with Han after death. You know, so it is that that sort of sense of the three of them is carried into the rise of Skywalker. Um, and. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a great little point. 
uh, to make. That yeah, there there is, in a sense, the three of them do have a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. I I, good again, I, I'm not trying to convince anyone that you have to believe this, but for me, every time I watch that scene in Last Jedi, I'm like the spirit of who they were in the original trilogy exists right in this scene. Right. And, and this, this, I mean, the sequel trilogy was never meant to be their story. And I think that was something that we all, well, all of us who, who were wildly disappointed at the end of the sequel trilogy, that was one thing I think some of us had to learn to let go of was this was never going to be their story because their story was told it's called the original trilogy. (laughs) Um, But the spirit of who they are in their relationship together, I feel like, is encapsulated in that little moment in Last Jedi. Yeah, I, I would agree with you on that. Um, and again, we're, we're not trying to convince people otherwise, but we are trying to give our point of view across yes. So to you guys. So um, I think it's a good point to make. Yeah. That yeah. being said, I do have an actual moment for my number one of the big three together. Yes. It is one that you mentioned already, though. And this is back in Return of the Jedi. And, um, hey, it's me. <laughs> it, it is the moment between the three of them as, the, you know, they've landed on Endor. We're sneaking up on the scout troopers. We have discovered where, you know, the Empire, there's these two troopers that are just alone. Um, and we got to take them out quietly so that we can keep, you know, the fact that we're here a secret, even though everyone actually really knows they're already there. Uh, because it's a trap. Um, uh, surprise, you know. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it's it's such a great great moment because they they're standing there looking over the ledge at the scout troopers, and um, it's like you know they're they're making their plans. Uh, like, all right, well we we got to take care of this, and then Han's like, yeah, uh, all right, Chewie and I'll take care of this. You two stay <laughs> here. And you can just see the minute Han takes charge there, Luke and Leia just go, oh, okay, we know how this is going to go. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you you mentioned this already, Carl, but it's it's the already know exactly what's about to happen. Uh, because Han has never been someone who does things uh, subtly, shall we say. Um, everything has a bit of flair to it. And, <laughs> and so when it happens and he steps in it, uh, because that's the solo luck is getting yourself into trouble and then out of it. Um, the two of them jump into action like they knew they were going to have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's great. It, it's also kind of a moment where I think Han feels the need to prove to himself and everyone else that, yeah, I, I am okay after all that time in, in Carbon Freeze because he was rescued um, at the Pit of Carcoon. He was not doing the rescuing like he is used to doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is a moment where he kind of, I think, feels the need to prove himself like, hey, not only to himself, but to everyone else that, hey, I, I got it. I'm still, I'm still me. And good or bad, he most definitely still is Han Solo, um, as Luke and Leia quickly see happen. Um, and they, they have to sw- jump in and, and help to, 
to finish things off. Um, but it's why the three of them are such a great team is because they do know each other's strengths and weaknesses and how to react to what each other does. Um, it's like the best improv team. Somebody mm-hmm. just like, all right, follow my lead. And they all know how to respond and what to expect from each other. Uh, and they're able to uh, almost predict where the story of the dance or whatever it is will go. Um, and, and having this moment, like right smack dab in the middle of the movie um, in a gorgeous location. Um, I, I love it. It's my favorite big three moment um, because it is funny, but it's also the three of them essentially reading each other's minds and being able to just have this, this settled relationship about how they operate in these kinds of situations. They don't have to use words to take care of it the way that it needs to be dealt with. And, and they just rely on each other implicitly and are able to, to get things taken care of, even if it's not quite the way that they wanted it to <laughs> happen. So, <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, I love that. I lo- I like the way you put it as improv, you know, the, the way that they're able to just, uh, because a good improv team, they have to know one another to some degree. Yes. You know, think of a great improv comedy team or great improv actors. You know, you have to know and trust and understand how your counterpart is going to react and, and interact with you. And that's exactly what's going mm-hmm. on in this scene is they, they've been on these types of missions before. They know who Han is. They know how Han responds. And Luke and Leia know how they will have to respond to those those to that brashness, if you will. Um, so yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. It, it, they are a great they are a great team because of their ability to improvise together. And I think yeah. I mean I just think that that's true of any any like any close friends, any close uh, intimate partners. You know, they they just they know how to just kind of roll with the punches like that because they know one another so well. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, to, to use a real-world example, it's like uh, Colin Mockery and Ryan Stiles, from whose line is it anyway? You know, um, mm. the two of them are, are hilarious because they, you know, they, they, they've worked with each other for so long and they know how to, you know, each other's going to react and kind of where they're going to go. They still get each other laughing um, half the time, but it's, uh, you know, it's that kind of a relationship. Yeah. So. Yeah. But cool. anyway, that's my number one. What's uh, what's your number one, Carl? Uh, my number one, and I was—I'll be honest, Jason—I was surprised this was my number one. I—I I was positive it was going to be something from Return of the Jedi. And then my newfound love for A New Hope hit me, and this is my number one instead. <laughs> I just knew it. Well, I was going to let you get all the credit and take all the rewards. Hey, I knew that was more to you than money. That's it. That's, I mean, like, I love that scene. I love that scene so much of the three of them after the the Battle of Yavin 4, you know? Their quick little reunion together. All of the pretension about who any of them might be has been thrown to the wind as they just kind of, col- mm-hmm. you know, joyfully jump into each other's arms, right? You never expected to see Han and Luke embracing 
like their brothers. You didn't expect to see Leia kind of just fall into that embrace herself. Um, it's just such a beautiful moment. And this is where it becomes more than just three unique people that work well together to, hey, these three, they belong together, right? They're a family. They, they really, yeah. <laughs> there's something really magical about the, the three of them together. Um, and, you know, and, and Luke and Leia, they both had a hunch that Han was someone more than just a scoundrel after money, right? You know, Luke's, Luke's extreme disappointment in Han for leaving with his money. You know, Leia, Leia even says to him, you know, like, he's, he's going to be who he is. You know, we've got to trust that. Um, and in a weird way, there's a wisdom to that because I feel like she even somehow knew, like, I, I don't think he's completely out of this fight. And they're both kind of mm-hmm. right. Um, and yeah, you know, just the way they, they collapse into each other. I, I, I don't have a tremendous amount to say about this. This is me obviously fishing now. Um, but the, <laughs> I just, I love that embrace of the three of them so much. And then as they, you know, you got that great little moment between R2 and, th- well, R2's not communicative, but you got the great moment with 3PO. Um, but then as the three of them walk off together, all with their arms around each other, right? This is, these these aren't just three individuals anymore. They're a unit. And that's what I love about mm-hmm. this moment is the physicality of this scene. The fact that they're always in each other's arms during that entire moment, they're in each other's embrace and then they walk off interconnected. You know, they're no longer these three individuals. It's not just an, an earnest boy looking for purpose, an individual strong-willed woman fighting against the big evil and a man who's just on his own looking out for himself. Now it's the three of them are this unit now. Um, and, and that's why that, that, that moment just like, it sweeps my heart up. <laughs> like, it's like, I want to be part of that too. And I think, you know, when you, when you, again, you, you just go back to thinking about the, the phenomena that star Wars was yes. The visual effects, the fast action paced movie is a lot of the reason for that. But the heart of that movie is Han, Luke, and Leia, and and the way that they come together, um, and this is the scene where you, this is the payoff of all of the the tension on the Death Star, the the tension as they get ready to attack the Death Star. All of that pays off. It's not just that they destroy the Death Star. Part of the victory too is that the three of these individuals have found each other, and I love that so much. Right. So that's my favorite moment. Well, it is the moment, as you said, where they go from being just a collection of individuals to a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether they know that or not, this is when that happens. And we as the audience are lucky enough to watch it happen, you know, uh, and and it's a great moment. It's a really great moment. It was obviously I had it in my honorable mention. So uh, it's funny how many how much so much of our lists overlapped each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and it, I mean, if you think about it, there's not that many big three moments, you know, where you're thinking about ju- where you think about the three of them together. There's not a tremendously large amount. Like if we had to do a top 10, I don't even know if you could, <laughs> to be completely honest. Are there 10 moments right. of just the three of them? Um, it, Sure. I'm sure we could fish for them. But, you know, so right. that, that, that said, um. You know, this is this is my favorite because it has the most emotional resonance. Um, that's that's so fair enough. It's why I picked it, at least. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there we have it, everybody. 
our top three or five um, Han, <laughs> Luke, and Leia moments. So, <laughs> uh, and welcome to the 10th year anniversary celebration of the Wampus Lair podcast with a very, very Wampus Lair top three. Um, <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, so before we wrap it up, uh, as always, um, we want to know uh, for our poll for next week's episode, we want to know what your favorite top three moment is of the big three. So what is your favorite Han, Luke, mm-hmm. and Leia moment across all of the Star Wars movies? Um, and uh, like we said also at the top of the show, we really want you to help us celebrate 10 years. So encourage you to send in any sort of question you would like us to answer on, on at the end of the month on our, our last episode of the month. Um, again, you can, you can DM us a question on Instagram. You can DM us a message on, on Twitter. And of course you can email us questions. Um, so yeah. And like we said, it can be a question about, you know, 10 years of podcasting. It could be, and again, it can be something just as like, Hey, in that scene in attack of the clones, what did you think was going on? Fill in the blank, you know, type of a thing. So anything and everything right. is welcomed. Um, we want you to help us celebrate, uh, 10 years of Wampusler. Exactly. Because, you know, you're part of it, whether you like it or not, you're part of, you know, the Wampusler podcast. So we, we do appreciate everybody, you know, who always weighs in on our matchups and our polls that we do, uh, and just all the interaction that we've had over the years from, from everyone out there. It's been wonderful. And that's always been something that we have tried to do is to, to find ways to interact and to, to keep you guys involved with our, our little podcast here on the internet. So, um, <laughs> we want to make sure your contributions are noted in our celebration. So please, please do that. Uh, looking forward to seeing what we get to talk about at the end of the month. Yes. So, and, um, just as a preview of what's to come up for the next couple of weeks, uh, like like we said, you know, this is this is this is year this is the start of year ten. So we wanted to take some time in this month to talk about one of our favorite things in Star Wars, which of course is music, Star Wars music. And for the first time ever, we've never done this particular topic. Um, and we did something like this a couple, of, maybe just even a year ago, with the movies. But we are going to rank the star Wars film scores. So, you know, we're not, we're not going to do all the TV shows. Cause I mean, my gosh, that would just make things even extra hard. All star Wars music is yeah. absolutely awesome, but we're just going to talk about the, the nine saga films plus rogue one and solo. We are going to rank the soundtracks for ourselves and uh, looking at some of our favorite things from each score as we rank them. Uh, so the ranking them isn't really the, it, not to prove what, which, which one we think is best, but which one we personally enjoy the most, but every single one is just going to be an opportunity to talk about some of the pieces of music off each soundtrack that we really love. Um, so hopefully yeah. you'll, you'll come around for the next two weeks for those, because obviously we can't do that all in one episode. So we're going to split that in half. Um, Mm-hmm. And 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 uh, and talk about the the soundtracks and and when we talk about the soundtracks, kind of the the purpose of the conversation isn't the movie music like in the movie itself, but 
which stuff, you know, when we sit down and listen to a Star Wars soundtrack, which ones are our favorite, which is our favorite albums to listen to. So that's what that's kind of how we're mm-hmm. doing it. Just as just in case you want to start thinking about how would I rank the Star Wars soundtracks? Because it's a damn hard question if you're a Star Wars music lover. It, it's really hard. And yeah, we we may have bitten off a challenge more than we can chew, Carl. Um, but we're going to try it anyways. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you know, John Williams, John Powell and Michael Giacchino just absolutely have have produced some of the most incredible film scores of all time and we got to figure out which ones we like more than the others so uh that's hard when i love all of them so <laughs> yeah who cares we do love them all and we get to talk about them all that's the that's the important part <laughs> yes it is yes it is um but carl before when we wrap things up um if people do want to weigh in on our poll of everyone's favorite big three moment uh, or if they want to send uh, in anything for the end of the month for our uh, celebration episode um, where can people do that uh, specifically well, yes we are on twitter at wampas lair we're also on instagram at the underscore wampas lair and you can always email us at wampas lair podcast at gmail.com Yes, indeedy. Uh, anything else before we close down the uh, kickoff to our 10-year anniversary celebration? Nope. I just want to kind of go watch A New Hope again, but I got to stop myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And on that note, thank you everyone so much for listening to this episode of the Wampus Lair Podcast. This has been episode number 439, Top 3 Big 3 Moments. For Carl, I'm Jason, and we'll see you next time here in the Wampa's Lair. <laughs>